Welcome to the Lisa Show. I'm Lisa Natoli, and I'm so grateful and happy that you're here. This is the very first episode, and I'm going to talk about why I left Unity Radio, why this is called the Lisa Show, and I'm going to talk about prayer. I'm going to read from an email that I received this week. And I'm just really excited to start this new experience and to have you here with me. So I've been on Unity Radio for the past four years, and it was awesome. I loved being there. I love Unity. I love Unity Radio. But I started to feel that I wanted to engage with you more. I wanted it to be more interactive. I really just felt I wanted to know who's listening. I'd been feeling that way for about six months before I actually left Unity Radio. You know, for me, it's always just about sitting and and asking and really seeing, okay, what is this for? And then in one moment, there was just a decision. Yes, I'm going to start something new. And there's always a space where you don't know exactly what's coming next. And that's really what it was for me. I thought I was just leaving Unity Radio, probably not do anything for a while. I thought this was going to be a radio show. And I called it Lisa Radio. I thought about calling it ACIM Radio. But I thought, what it really is the purpose of this? Why am I doing this? And it it really is for inspiration and engagement. I really want this to open up a conversation. And so I want this to be podcasts. I'm going to do at least one a week. And I'm not sure when I'm going to post it. So I don't want to make any promises, except that there will be one a week. I don't know how long they will be. There's a space here where you can post comments, really just engage in the conversation. And some of these shows, I'm going to have the format be a little bit different, where I will send out an email in advance and invite you to come on and share and express and ask questions. And so I'll let you know in advance of those shows. Just subscribe here on this page on SoundCloud so that you get updates. You can also subscribe to my mailing list at lisanatoli.com. And I send out emails. I don't often post the blogs in public. So if you'd like to receive messages from me, make sure you sign up over there. I'm just excited really for this new space. And last week I sent out an email to my mailing list. I shared my prayer practice. So I want to talk about that today. I got over 300 emails in two days, and they're all letters of gratitude and prayer requests. And I wanted to just share a little bit about that and what you can do. Like if you need prayer, if you're one of the ones who sent me an email, I want to talk today about my own prayer practice And one of the things that I was most excited about was I received many emails from people saying to me, I'm going to join you in your prayer practice. And that was completely unexpected and a surprise. So I'm very grateful about that. Some people have written me and and said, I'd like to be on this prayer team. 
what do I do? And I don't have an idea about that at this moment. So I just wanted to just speak a little bit about my own prayer practice. And I want to just share from you some of these emails that I've received. One in particular, I'm going to read you the whole thing. And that's what I feel like this podcast will be. It's my interest is healing, health, and happiness and transformation. I love A Course in Miracles. I'll be focusing a lot on that in these podcasts. My main interest always is that you hear something and you make a decision to change your attitude, to change your thinking, to change the way you see yourself, to change the way you view the world and other people, because it's always in the direct experience that you will know that these laws work. You can't know that they work just listening to me or reading a book. You have to practice. You have to live these principles. And that's going to be the focus of the Lisa show. I'll have guests on. I I really just want to be the focus of practical transformation. If this all sounds interesting to you, I'm happy you're here. And again, I would love to hear from you. I really love the engagement. And that's why I've moved over here to SoundCloud. It gives me more freedom to really find out who's here. And even even that, you you may get an email from me just asking you to be on the show. Because I find it interesting. I find it interesting what people's practices are and how other people do it. And... So I really want this to be a space for engagement and conversation and transformation. So this week, I had a friend whose daughter passed. My friend's name is Rosalind Rourke. Her daughter passed away unexpectedly at the age of 39. It sounds like her daughter, Melissa, had been experiencing some health challenges maybe, but Melissa didn't want to go to the doctor. And she was having many mystical experiences. And my friend Rosalind really just honored Melissa's wishes to not go to the doctor, to not seek treatment. I absolutely love that. Then Melissa passed away about two weeks ago, unexpectedly. And the obituary just said that Melissa Rourke passed away unexpectedly at the age of 39, causes unknown. And that was pretty much it. So I I like that. I like the simplicity of it. I love Rosalind's attitude throughout the whole thing. And what she said to me was that one of the books that was very similar to her daughter Melissa's experiences is a book called Angels in My Hair by Lorna Byrne. And I immediately ordered the book in that instant from Amazon and it arrived two days later and I started reading it. I have not been able to put it down. I actually paused it. I've picked up another book in the last couple of days because I don't want this book to end. And I was coming very close to the end of Angels in My Hair and I, I just love this book so much. It's this woman's experience she calls herself an Irish mystic and her experience with angels. And she tells story after story after story of her encounters with the angels and she can physically see them. She can physically see people who have passed from the body. 
I love the message in there. It's just, it's a message of hope. It's a message of knowing that there are beings with us. We can't see them. They're invisible. She says that many of the angels are unemployed. They want to help, but they need our invitation to come. And often we don't invite them. We don't invite Jesus or Mary or God or angels to help us because we're so accustomed to using the body's eyes that we think I'm just alone. I'm all alone and, and I have to figure this out by myself. And so it's it's been a real gift to me to read her experience and the help she gets from angels. And it made me really just think about my own practice and I keep it very private. I very rarely talk about my own practice had never posted it on my website. In reading this book, I I really started to feel a confidence and a clarity come through that I wanted to share it with other people. Those of you who know me or have listened to me, have seen me teach, you know I love A Course in Miracles. And I have a deep love for Jesus. And that love for Jesus began when I was about 32, 33 years of age. I don't have a religious background, so I had no reference for Jesus. And yet there was something in me that just kept feeling like this presence was real. Even though I couldn't see Jesus, I just felt the presence of a friend, an advisor, a counselor, a healer that was with me. And I began reading the Bible at the age of 33 just really feeling like this guy is for real. I started to experiment with the presence of Jesus. I started to want to have my own direct experience. And so I began talking with Jesus as a friend. I would go places and I would feel that Jesus is with me. And I would feel that he was going out before me to all the places I was going to go to and that he was instructing me where to go and where not to go. It felt like it was just sending out a guide on the path and and we were working together in a collaboration. And so I have a 40-day program for transformation. It started as a coaching program back in 2009. It once upon a time was a paid coaching program. I worked with people individually. I did weekly Skype calls. You got six one-hour Skype calls for 40 days. So it was like a six-week program for $250. I physically could only handle between 10 and 14 people. So that's the most I ever took back then. And I think I did three rounds of 40 days with 10 to 14 people. And I started to really feel that this wasn't the way I wanted to go. I wanted to reach more people. And I also didn't want people to depend on me. I wanted people to really depend on the voice within. So what I found was when I was coaching, people would wait until the weekly Skype call and then ask me questions. And I really felt like I don't want people asking me questions for the answers. I don't know. Like, how how would I know? But you know. You have the answers within. And so what I did was I, I stopped the coaching. I really got clear guidance that this is not something I wanted to do. And then I got the idea that I wanted to offer it for free. I did that. I created a new 40-day program with new videos 
I didn't really tell anybody what I was doing behind the scenes. But my idea was, is that when people signed up for the 40-day program, it indicated their willingness for change. I really felt that when people signed up for that program, they were ready for a new life. And that's all the invitation that's needed for change to occur. I don't know how to physically help anyone. I know that there is one with me, though, that knows how to heal. And so what I did in the beginning, I used to offer the 40-day program three times a year, January, May, and September. It's now available all the time, but in the beginning, it was three times a year. That first group was like 287 people. And what I did was I printed the list of people who signed up, and every morning and every night, I took the printed list of people in the 40-day program, and I would sit quietly with that list, and I would know that Jesus was with me. I entered into a relationship with Jesus and Mary Magdalene. I said, okay, here's these guys, and they all want help, and I'm available if you need me to speak, if you need to work through my body, I'm here, and I will do or say anything. Just show me. I ask your help for going into their lives and speaking to them directly and giving them a healing. Like whatever they're asking for, just be with them and inspire them and uplift them and and really show them the way. Show them they're not alone. And thank you so much. And And that was really my practice. That's all I did. And that was what I consider my prayer practice. It was a space of gratitude and joy and certainty. I knew that everyone was going to receive a healing. I know that some people are very blocked and closed to healing. And so I knew that for some individuals, it was going to be difficult to get through. But I I just kept holding that space for everyone. And I started getting lots of emails from people saying, I'm, I love this program. My life is so different. I, I know I'm not alone. And so that's how it began. That's really how I started working with Jesus and Mary. And I've never been able to see them, but I know that they're here. I know they're everywhere. They're not separate from us. Once I opened the 40-day program up, for people to sign up whenever they want. We also have Living in Purpose program. We have another program called ACIM 365, which is a workbook lessons one-year program with audios from me. We have another program called True Prosperity. So there's a lot of people and a lot of different programs we offer. And so now, instead of printing the list, I just sit quietly, morning and night. I usually have my morning practice around 7 a.m. And it's usually one to two hours. I I just am there and it's me and Jesus and Mary. And then I do it again at night. And it's not like I'm trying to accomplish anything. It's just a space of listening and gratitude and joy and availability and, and knowing that there is accomplishment. That's that's really the important thing. And, and the availability part that I'm just always alert to if I need to do anything. And sometimes someone's name will pop into my head. Like I read the Facebook groups. I glance in there every day. I don't always respond, 
but I do see the messages. I do see what's in there. And sometimes someone's name will pop up in my, my mind and I'll know that I'll need to respond to them. But otherwise I'm really just doing it on the mind level. It's just this place of knowing that what goes on in my mind is being felt and experienced in everyone's mind. And I just trust in that. And, and I'm, can see that it works. I can see from the emails that I receive that there is a light that connects us all. And when you ask for healing, that you do receive it. And then it's just a matter of accepting it. So in reading Angels in My Hair, I started to feel I wanted to share my prayer practice and I wanted to invite people to ask for prayer. And I wrote a page on my website, lisanatoli.com. It's called prayer. It's at the top navigation bar. You can, you can go there and read what it says. And I invited people to write to me and I was very clear. I said, I'm not going to be responding back to these emails, but I know that for many people, it's a powerful way to express your desire to put it in writing and send it. And I do read the emails. I read them all and I love it. You know, it's just, it's amazing to me to see how many people are open to this idea of, of healing and angels and Christ and God. And to me, the prayer request is the opening of one's mind. That's what that is. It's the invitation for a new experience. So I know when someone writes an email and pushes the send button, it, it puts the whole process in action. It's like, okay, let's go. And all of these unemployed angels, which Lerna Bourne was talking about, are suddenly employed. They're on the scene. And I received over 300 emails in two days. You know, a lot of these emails are people experiencing loneliness and depression. There's a big one, pain, sickness. There wasn't a lot of money ones. There was a couple people wanting money, but mostly they were wanting an experience of peace to be released from pain. I just wanted to, I wanted to just share from my own experience, what you can do to collaborate with this process now, because it does involve you. Like if you want change to occur, you have to be willing to change. So once you have sent out your prayer request, whether you do it in writing or whether your request is just in your mind, it doesn't have to come to me, but you are asking for something. You must know that your request has been answered in that moment. Your prayer has been answered. And now your part is to acknowledge that you're not alone, that this presence and this power is with you. The name does not matter. And the way that you can really speed up the process, so to speak, is to just start to include in your day moments of quiet and of listening. 
that you're you're recognizing okay there's beings with me as me these are not separate beings from you this is your christ self this is the self that is you that's helping you and now you develop a relationship so often our relationship is with our thoughts of fear and negativity and shame and guilt that's that's really where our focus has been much of our life it's focusing on the pain it's focusing on the problem when you're focusing there that's where you live you live in that thought system and when you live in that thought system you get the effects of that thought system that's where you've located yourself right in the middle of the thought system of fear where you're separate and you're alone and so you get the effects of sickness you get the effects of things breaking you just feel doubt and second guessing yourself and there's a darkness there when you open your mind up to prayer it literally does open your mind up and the light starts to come in and when the light comes in it's like it's like this space where a lot of people just don't know what to do there because we've been so accustomed to using the body's eyes and we're so used to immediate results and immediate gratification and my experience is it doesn't work like that this is a a gradual process where it's like the first change that you experience is a change in the way that you feel you feel hopeful you feel excitement you feel possibility like what if there really are helpers with me like what if i'm not alone what if this is true what if there's a presence and a power with me an intelligence that can heal anything what if and there's so you feel you feel that you feel like okay wow not sure but that's kind of an interesting way of living that's the first change that change in how you feel but then the mind it goes on overdrive like that's my experience it just is like okay but i haven't seen results i'm still getting symptoms or the symptoms are getting worse like the mind that's in conflict is determined to keep you in conflict so just you're aware of that you're aware of how the mind just starts running on a very fast speed and jesus in a course in miracles says to us at this point when you're about to lay the ego aside that the ego will no longer pretend to be your friend so you can expect that your mind is just going to race with thoughts that this is crazy there's no such thing as invisible beings look at my symptoms i'm gonna die i mean the mind just will go right on overdrive and so when you're aware of that you'll be okay with it saying okay this is just normal and from there you're just listening it's a space of being more alert than ever to the wonders and the synchronicities and the beauty that you've been blind to while you're focusing on your problem and pain you're just blind to all the doors that are opening and the other interesting thing is that when you're in a space of being located in fear oftentimes doors close all we want to do is get those doors open again 
but when doors close, they close for a reason. And so what happens when you ask for something, like you have a desire, you've asked for something in prayer, is to come into a state of relaxation, anticipation, and enthusiasm. Like just feel excited, like feel like, okay, wow, I'm, my new life is, is here. I have no idea what that means or what it looks like, but I'm open to seeing new things occur. And, and that's the simplicity of it. And I just know that everyone who's asked for prayer has the answer they need within. That's, that's what I know to be true. And so I really just invite you all to have that as your practice now of knowing that you have a guide and a friend and a counselor with you, just right there with you, knows everything, knows exactly where you need to go, knows how to help you. But what you do is you take the hand of this guide. You, you say, okay, I'm not alone. And again, that was the Probably the majority of the emails that I received was people feeling alone. Everyone feels alone. And isn't that interesting? Because we live in a world now where you have instant access to everyone. Everyone's on Facebook. Everyone's on social media. And yet we all feel more disconnected than ever. And so now it's it's really just noticing that allowing yourself to get connected again, not with other people, but get connected with the self that you are, with this invisible presence. And what Jesus says in A Course in Miracles is you cannot see this invisible presence, but you will see the effects. You will see what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. You will see it physically. You will see your body changing. You will respond with health. Your relationships will all begin to transform. Everything starts to change. And then you know, oh my God, I'm not alone. I'm really not alone. And I love the part in A Course in Miracles that says, when you call upon the name of God, angels join you on the ground on which you stand. And that's how simple it is. You just call on God's name, which is your own, and angels are all around you now, right now. And it's just, we have been trained to use the body's eyes. So this is just a brand new space. So I just wanted to really offer that. I wanted to read an email here. It says, Hey Lisa, I felt to write to you today. I watched the Friday Course in Miracles class yesterday. So this was a Friday class I did where I invited people to name their false self. And you can find that video on the Teachers of God Foundation website. It's also on my YouTube channel, Lisa Natoli. And she says, I'm so grateful as it was like receiving a missing link. Poor lost Lily is my false identity name. And she was suffering thyroid disease that comes with depression, anxiety, and hopelessness, all ingredients to have an excuse to not fully be here in the body, backed up with spiritual wisdom. And she puts wisdom in quotation marks. I spent five months at Muji's ashram last year, suffering most of the time, frustration and anger when I came home, falling deeper into sickness, not understanding how 
it is possible to see, feel, experience the truth so deep and then still be so miserable. Well, it was all here. The whole story. Oh, I'm sorry. It was all her. Hi, I love it. Poor lost Lily. It was all her, the whole story. Also, the frustration part about not getting it. Thank you, Lisa, for the reminder. We imagine the problem and the struggle of finding a solution. It is pretty amazing, actually. Also, how simple it is to snap out of it. Just a little step back, and the world has different colors. Another idea of poor lost Lily is that she should have salvation right now, and every time she got out of meditation or healing and still felt bad, she would turn her back to everything she believed and crawl into her hole. I see the importance and the beauty of practice now. It is the game, and it can be fun, if not taken so seriously by the mind. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your work. Thank you for reminding us to trust I somehow started to take walks with Jesus or driving with him. Whenever I feel lost, Lily, I'm just imagining him sitting, walking next to me. Sorry for the long message. I love you. And then her name, which is not lost, Lily. So I love that message because that's, that's really what it is. It's like we all spend years with great teachers. Muji's an amazing teacher. And she even expresses that when she was there, she experienced the truth so deep. How is it possible that we can experience the truth so deep and yet still be miserable? How can we have dedicated our life to a spiritual practice or following a teacher or giving all our stuff away and moving into a community, how can we still be miserable? And I love how she expresses it. Like she's recognizing it's just with that thought system and how simple it is to just snap out of it. And I love that she's saying about trusting and that she's taking walks with Jesus now. She's driving her car with him. Whenever I feel lost, Lily, I'm just imagining him sitting, walking next to me. Ah, I love that. That's the answer to your prayer right there is you, you recognize the immediacy. This is why there's no order of difficulty in miracles, because everything that you really want is within. You're not alone. It's all just been a big story that we made up to keep ourselves in conflict. How easy it is to just snap out of it. So I wanted to just share that. I also wanted to just really thank all of you who are sitting with me in prayer. And I don't have a formal practice for prayer team at this moment. I can tell you that I sit quietly around 7 a.m. Eastern every morning. Sometimes it's 6.30 when we move more into spring. I start to get up earlier. I notice in the spring and the summer, I'm, I usually get up around 5 and I immediately go into the quiet space. My practice, I've expressed it many times, but my practice is before I get out of bed, the second I wake up, I'm always disorienting. I have very vivid dreams. I, I feel that I travel. I feel like it's my nighttime experience is identical to my daytime experience. I go places, I talk to people, I'm looking through these bodies' eyes in my dreams. 
I can feel people's hands. I touch people. I hug people. They hug me. They say things. I say things. And so when I wake up in the morning, it's like crashing back into this experience. And so I'm always a little disoriented at first. And then I have a very quick centering practice where I just say, here I am, Lord. And it's just an openness, like a willingness to be available, an acknowledgement of God. And then I get out of bed. It's like I, it's, it's like plugging in, turning on the dial or just kind of saying, okay, Father, here I am. And I feel such joy. I feel this immense joy. The disorientation is gone. And I can remember years ago when I used to wake up, immediately it was like my thoughts would go straight to my to-do list. The second I woke up, I would be in a panic. I would just feel of all the things that I was supposed to have done already or that needed to get done on that day. And I would feel tired before I even got out of bed. So I'm grateful that that no longer happens, that I'm in a space really of just trust and relaxation. I get out of bed. I get my coffee. I see Bill, who's always up hours before me, and he has a great meditation morning practice himself. And then I crawl back into bed. Just as me and Jesus and Mary and God, and I've got my journal and that's it. It's just a space of joy. And like I said, I allow everything to just come up. I see what comes into my mind. And I'm just blessing everyone and myself. I bless you with the love of God that we share together. Just have an open heart. And I just feel that light of Christ just flowing through me, just flowing into every mind, into your mind and doing its mighty work. And then I have the same practice at night. I always take a bath at night, down all the electronics. And then the same practice at night, just sitting quietly. So if you'd like to join me, that's what I can say. You know where to find me. I'm right there, quiet. You can reach me right there in my mind. I'm grateful. Like, that's awesome, you know, just to, to know that we're all together from around the world. And you don't have to do it for an hour. Just... An instant, an instant with God is enough. It's just that one instant where you are remembering the truth. You don't need a long, you don't need to have, uh, get your coffee and crawl back into bed. I want to make sure I make that clear. It's, it really is just that moment of connection. In that moment, uh, all minds made free. I'm really just so grateful and I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to share in the comment area below. And I'd like for these podcasts to be very interactive. I want to share some of the emails that are coming in. I invite you to join my mailing list, lisanatoli.com. I often just send out an email. I'm, I'm not really blogging anymore so much. I'll just send an email out. It's, just, it's amazing to me just to be connected in that way. And I also will be in San Francisco at the Course in Miracles conference at the end of this month, February, February 23rd, 24th, and 25th, Friday to Sunday. I would love to meet you there. It is an amazing weekend experience. A lot of Course in Miracles teachers there. A lot of individuals from around the world. There's about 400 people that will be there. We spend the whole weekend in one hotel eating all meals together. And it's just a great way to get to 
interact with everybody physically. I absolutely love that. So I hope that I see you there. There are some tickets still available. So you can reach me at lisa at lisanatoli.com or you can post a message below in the comment area. And you don't have to suffer. You are not alone. The presence of God is with you. And all that's needed is a shift in thinking, in attitude. You just just make a decision. I'm done. I'm done with sickness. I'm done with being a weak person. I'm done with being powerless. Why would you be powerless if you're not alone? That's like amazing. When you really start to think about it, like you, you have Jesus with you. The greatest healer who ever lived is with you. And we're acting like we're weak. We're acting powerless. And so this is really the space now where you leave all those stories behind. You get really excited. You just feel like, oh my God, I'm walking with Jesus. I'm never alone. And there's nothing to fear. And you start to live in this way and your life will change. So just really start to have a new practice. Have a new practice of knowing that angels surround you are not helpless that you have a guide. And thank you so much for listening to this first episode. I love you. You are the light of the world.